0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Big Monday Show. This is the Going In Circles Podcast Network. This is Charles Simon, your host. We'll be joined in a few seconds by uh, Barry Spears, the sniper, the co-host of the Big Monday Show. Um, We have a topic. Everybody knows. Everybody's probably sick of it. I'm kind of sick of it. I'm more upset probably because I know that this is going to be damaging to this business. And think today was a perfect example of, there's no one steering this sport. <laughs> if that's not obvious to you after today, then I don't know how to make it any more obvious. But um, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Barry's big adventures at Universal Studio and the 34,000 calories worth of food he ate and the 12 trillion steps he took. Um, we'll talk about uh, well, you know what we're going to talk about. We'll be back in just a second.
1: Is this Orlando's <laughs> guest? Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a a non-business trip, <laughs>
0: Mister Universal Studio.
1: <laughs> Mr. I got no Achilles because it hurts from walking, well, taking
0: 20,000 steps. I can tell you this if you want to race in the preakness, oh, I'm fit. Do not treat it with uh, beta methazone.
1: No, or lidocaine. I'm of dead course. fit though.
0: Or if you do, don't, don't, you know, just deny it. But you are fit now. You I went am. through the, the, uh,
1: The Universal Studios Fitness Program. Man, that's a beast, bro. How many steps? 20,000 on Friday, 15,000 on Saturday. I don't think I've had 15,000
0: steps in the last, since January. Total.
1: I don't think I did either until this weekend. (laughs)
0: Well, it's been
1: quiet. Not much going on. (laughs) No, I didn't miss anything. (laughs) I did shoot one from long range though. Oh, did it go in? Yes, yes. It was a um, channel cat. <laughs> oh, that's true. Deep hell
0: Grimley. Grimly.
1: I was I was kicked out of uh, the the kitty Jurassic Park area, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna start firing off some tweets, and that was one of them. I was like, yo, well, you know what? I'm gonna bet channel cat. You told me that the day before or two days before. I, I told were... it to to uh, a bunch of people on Thursday.
0: You were on the cat.
1: I was on the cat. I liked his last race, really, to be honest. But
0: well, Johnny V is going to have to ride real well for the next couple months to make up for the uh... <laughs> check. It looks like you might have to give back.
1: Oh, that's so terrible! <laughs> Just
0: another. Victim of the residual fallout of 2021's biggest racing scandal, the Bob Baffert positive and subsequent uh, media tour.
1: Man, that was ugly. Like, he's not the greatest. Like, people were saying he's like a PR genius, but mm, I have to say that's the negative. Well, he's a PR genius when he's getting interviewed. Right. He's a front runner. Right. He's a front runner when they love him. He's who's the man. Who's but... most, you know,
0: whose most difficult question is, uh, you know, what's Bodhi had for breakfast? But um, I did a special edition yesterday just kind of so I could get things off my chest without having to drag you down
1: with it. Um, not that I really said anything controversial. No, you didn't. I, that's why when I heard it and I, I listened to it, I was like, well, you I'll be speak.
0: honest. I did it I did it three times. Oh that, that was the third <laughs> edition. And that Baffert, was third take. The first two, I I I, I was like, nah.
1: Nah. You know, Badford's oh, good, good know, with that lawyer. I can understand, you know, from your point of view, how how deeply this, this cuts because you know, I mean, since we've been doing this show, we've been talking about this ad nauseum on how this is all kind of come to the head. Uh, to a head at a certain point. I just didn't think it was going to be this soon. Exactly. Um, but, you know, here we are and, and it, and it sucks for everybody, you know, like, <clears throat> you know, it, it, it's, it's just, at least at this point, I know we're kind of in the smack dab in the middle of this whole thing. It feels like it's not going to end well for anybody. Um, but we'll see where we are after Saturday and, and the funny thing is, is I'm guessing that if Medina's spirit runs, it's going to be tough to beat. That's just my take. But <laughs> and if he wins, it just throws more fire, more gasoline on the fire, man.
0: You know, things have changed, and and someone, um, a friend from Minnesota wrote, uh, you know, "Should should should I just listen tomorrow?" Or should I listen to the podcast yesterday? I said, listen, man, there's likely to be a lot of changes, a lot of new ground to cover um, by tomorrow night, which is, of course, 100% true. Um, and I have to tell you that there's a couple things that, 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 that seem very obvious. And I don't know, I, I don't really care if people like it, because most people are stupid. But <laughs> most of you people have no freaking clue what the hell's going on. And that's sad because racing has done a terrible job of explaining what the process is. And one of the most disgraceful, despicable acts, all these people, if you're in an alphabet soup organization, a jockey club, the NTRA, any of them, where the hell were you today? Why is Bob Baffert allowed to go on any sing- any news media outlet that'll have them and news media is desperate for scandal and and, and a, a new a new uh uh you know they're tired of talking about covid and all this stupid masked crap so th- this is like perfect for them what where are they we didn't learn anything from the Santa anita situation when for months that we let the the national media and, and the animal rights whack wackadoos just kind of kind of use us as a whack-a-mole just like Bash us on a continuous basis. Let let you know untruths be um, sent out over the airways as as absolutes.
1: Well, no I said instant. this.
0: Everybody hides. They're all chicken shit. Where are they today? Where are they today? What what is wrong with this business? <clears throat> all these people in this industry want to talk tough and talk about this and talk about Alissa and this and that. Where the frick were you today?
1: I, I found it odd that you know. It seemed like Churchill kind of allowed him to speak before they did, which was kind of odd, I well, thought.
0: Churchill, honestly, Churchill doesn't really have anything to do with the, the, the violation. This is zero, nothing. Uh, it, it doesn't go to – church. It, it it's between the Kentucky Racing Commission
1: yeah. and yeah.
0: Baffert. The Kentucky Racing Commission made Baffert's assistant aware of the violation, not right. Churchill. Churchill reacted to the news that Baffert broke himself. The, the racing commission is not going to talk about uh, the case as they shouldn't because, number one, a split sample hasn't been sent out. Uh, so until that comes back and all the avenues are exhausted, they won't have a hearing. And then once there's a hearing, there's a ruling. Once there's a ruling, then it's all official. Um, right now, Medina Spirit's the winner of that race. It's He's the winner of that race until... A, a hearing is held and a ruling is made. Then nothing changes. He's not disqualified. That that's you know that that's that's the facts. That's the <clears throat> truth. Now, a horse um, of a sample coming back uh, negative and a split sample are, are are very low. It's it's almost I don't know exactly what the number would be, but these things happen all the time and it's it's crazy that 30 years ago in the racing forum in the back of the forum every tuesday or wednesday or thursday one of those days they had they had the rulings and they had a listing of all the rules i remember
1: that yeah and a lot of
0: them were you know uh joe blow fined 25 dollars for smoking in the shed row, something like that but these days we you know things happen and, and nobody even knows it but Come on, man. All these people, oh, well, you know, it might be this and it might be that and it might be this. And what if that tells the truth? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, to, to paraphrase the great, the great one, The Rock. It doesn't <laughs> matter if he's guilty or innocent or if he did it or if he didn't. He's the trainer. We all operate under the rule that we know when we get our first trainer's license, they say to you, You understand that you are the absolute insurer of every horse you race, and if the horse comes back positive, it's your responsibility. And it doesn't matter if you did it, if you didn't do it, if you're responsible, uh, you know, for for the vet, for for anyone who works, you're responsible. It's your job. It's your ass. Everyone knows that. For Baffert to go on TV today, and some of the things, I I swear, I, I don't know if he was drinking or what, but his story seemed to change. And then, you know, for him to say this shouldn't be a positive, what do you mean? It shouldn't be a positive. It's a positive. Now people are saying, well, he passed the pre-race exam. Well, we don't know that. I don't know. I've never one time ever heard of anyone not passing a pre-race exam, except for Ron Ellis in the breeders cup with a steroid test. Then they ran the horse anyways, and the horse still came back positive, but we don't know what they test for in an out of competition test. That's the whole point of the competition test. They don't tell (laughs) you what they're testing for or what they tested for. I don't even know if they released the results. I don't know. And and the fact of the matter is, the the transparency in this issue is, is very, very, very low.
1: It is. Well, you know, all of this is really exposed a lot that needs to change. And we've highlighted it on several occasions. Um, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's just one of those things, like the perfect storm. There's there's really no news going on. This happened, and it was everywhere today, this morning, on every news station I turned to. Um, from the locals here in in you know the Daytona Beach, Orlando area, Central Florida, it was on every single station. Then it was on the Today Show. It was on the CBS Morning Show. It was on CNN. It was on Fox. It was on. Um, MSNBC. All major outlets. And it's the it's freaking like the worst person. thing that could ever happen. There's there's only one thing that could be worse. And and
0: I don't even want to talk about it. Oh but yeah. outside of that, there's nothing else that could be worse. And it's nothing that could be worse than it it, it to be the guy who it, it
1: it is. Right, because they've done stories on him. They've done oh, you know, they've done a military stories. And, for him yeah. to say. That he's be, you know being singled out. Come on, uh, he can't he can't really believe that. <laughs> but his when Bob uh, his Pepper
0: cr- shows up at a sale. You ever see the, the 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 scene in Goodfellas when they go to the the Copacabana <laughs> and they go through the kitchen and then it, that's what the sales like, man. They like roll out the red carpet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean he he just didn't come off well. I mean I like I said no. I don't know whether he's telling the truth or not it just didn't sound good and it didn't look good I mean he was just fumbling and all over the place and it was it was it kind of reminded me of when I catch breezy doing something she's not supposed to be doing it's a lot of stuttering and uh I did the uh, you know that kind of thing and that doesn't look good I, I mean he, he may be very well telling the truth but lord it was just not it was very painful to watch my problem is this
0: and you know what? If I'm Baffert, I don't know. Maybe I do the Ooh. same thing. Maybe I do the same thing. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, you know, I, I don't do that. But it's all about Bob. Bob is about Bob. Bob is not about the sport. To sit here and say, "Oh well, my love of the sport." He doesn't love the sport. If you love the sport, you know what he would have done. You would have walked away. You would have said, "You know what? I didn't do this." And if there, this is the accusation. I, you know, I don't need it anymore.
1: Well, that's what it seems like. Is his ego has surpassed any kind of goodwill towards the game and the, and the health of the game and the state of the game. And that's, that's not where we need to be with the guy that's technically like kind of the face of the sport in a sense.
0: And believe me, there's a lot of other trainers that are up in that in that echelon that would act the same exact way. I'm not oh, saying, sure.
1: I, I would, I would guess but, most of them would,
0: but again, you know, what? I'm, I, it, it just burns my ass that, this business, everybody wants to have conferences and meetings and all these people pat each other on the back and they're all smart and they're all genius, they're all making big money, and none of them did shit again. We look like a bunch of clowns. We look like freaking clowns. Why don't you people understand that? You look like a clown if you're in this industry. We didn't have a single person go, go out and, and really try to explain things
1: well i mean
0: capacity
1: this is what happens and i I always say this this is what happens when you get when an industry like racing hires people who are friends of friends and relatives of friends and relatives of relatives they're not going to be quick to say anything and some things just slide under the table it's like oh well you know can we just not talk about this? And, and that's what happens. Everything gets swept you know, under the rug. And then when something huge comes out, nobody wants to say anything.
0: Maybe instead of worrying about whips and about Lasix and about bullshit, we should put some money into a PR firm so that, that when you have a, 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 an emergency, when you have a disaster, this is, it is a disaster. 15 million people watch the race. Half of America uh, called me today. Literally half of the people in this country called me. I swear. I have 4,714 freaking calls and texts. People I haven't heard from in 20, 30 years all want to know, what the hell is going on with the Derby? Did they really drug the horse? And Blah, 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 blah. blah.
1: Oh, my DMs were popping. Am I going to get day. my money back? Am I,
0: gonna, I mean, come on. <clears throat> like, this is the Kentucky freaking Derby. So you mean to tell me that Churchill Downs or... It's it, Listen, Churchill, it's your baby. It's your property. It's the money, the big money maker for you. You mean you couldn't have a person out there, a John Asher? John Asher would have went out there and, and said something. And I'm not getting at them individually, though, though I'm sure that that would be a, a, a decision made up at the top of, of the food chain there. But it's your race.
1: Well, I mean, I think something
0: you don't have to say anything in particular (laughs) other than this is the process. The process, uh, you know, hasn't played out yet. And let's just, you know, you know what? We took our step because we're trying to protect our race. And this is, you know,
1: blah, blah, blah.
0: Nothing. Crickets. Crickets.
1: Well, they did give out that statement saying they were banning him. But that was a layup. That was a layup because he doesn't even run horses. Of course. On the regular anyway. (laughs) He
0: already ran in the race.
1: Yeah. He already won it and left town.
0: That's like when, 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 you, when, when you know, the, the, town, the, uh, the town bully is, is, you know, driving off, you know. <laughs> He's you know, like, yeah, we uh, showed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here now, buddy. I mean, come on. Where is it? Where, where, what, what about the jockey club, the vaunted jockey club? You mean yeah. to tell me they don't have a single person that, that would couldn't tie in a positive drug test in the Kentucky Derby to their new baby, their new law? There's not a single person uh, working for these organizations. They don't have a PR person. They don't have any type of, of uh, what do they call damage control people to get out there and, and just give facts out and just not let the person who's accused of doing this set the narrative. Like, this is like, um, like,
1: well, I, I think all that's...
0: these fancy business schools these guys went to, <laughs> right? They, they, they mean doing so many, nothing. None of them, like, like, like have. The sense to say, hey, like we need to get in front of this story. If something happens in other industries and in, 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 in other sports, they got a plan. That's they, a, have that's, a, they have a plan. They have someone out there that's right there right away, and they're all poo pooing it, whether well, it's true, whether it's not true. It's just a joke. a joke. I
1: mean, a part of me wants to believe that they just didn't have a plan. Like but, there, there was nothing in place for this kind of damage control or any kind of damage control. And this, this just put everybody back on their heels. Um, And, and, and and then that's a a problem in itself. (laughs) They're making ridiculous
0: sums of money to to, to work in this industry. And the industry is, is not going anywhere. Now it's going the other way because this is damaging and it's not damaging. Like maybe all of the Preakness ratings are going to be higher than ever.
1: It's frustrating because everybody saw it, like anybody in the know, anybody that's, that's kind of sharp knew this was coming, not exactly in this fashion, but something similar. I mean, we we've been saying this like you know, this is going to come to a, a complete full stop. You know, type situation. And it's like, what are what are they going to do? I mean, we don't know. It's still disarray. It's It's, it's just in complete disarray. The sport right now. On, on May 10th is in complete disarray and there's no, you know, and you got Bob Baffert out there going on every news show available, trying to plead his case terribly and there's nothing in the back end. And you got these freelance writers and all kinds of articles. I, I haven't seen so many articles in my life about horse racing until today. And it's like, everybody has an opinion on it and it, it's just not good. We're, we're not in control of any of it. We as in horse racing. I just
0: want to make the statement right now. I made a winning wager at Grant's Pass. Be me awards. You're the man. (laughs) (laughs) Handles up. It should be up. Everyone should support. Everyone should support Grant's Pass. I know some people are like, what's Grant's Pass? Um, Grands Pass is a, is a little tiny track in Oregon, right? I believe so, yes. I believe in Oregon, yeah. And Mr. Jason Beam is the announcer there and head of uh, their marketing. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very small track. They run for the last race. The purse was $5,000. Um, but you know what? It's... Uh, they deserve. They deserve a little support. And if you've got nothing to do, take a shot. Take take a look at Grant's pass. Take bet a couple dollars. Believe me, it'll help them. And that's one of the things that pissed me off about this whole Baffert thing. I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear his crying. I don't want to hear his whining. I don't want to hear that shit. You know what? You hurt the business. You say you had nothing to do with it. Fine. You know what? If you didn't have four other positives in the last. Uh, <laughs> In grade months. ones, no and, less. And then possibly, possibly, just possibly, we could, you know, rally around you a little more.
1: In grade ones and, you know, graded stakes. Graded last... grade
0: stakes in that one race in California. I don't know if this was a graded stake or not. But that that's where, you know, the groom uh, drank all of, the groom that had COVID that still happened to be working, that, that happened to be drinking cough syrup, that happened to pee in the stall, and the horse ate the pee, even though, like, I don't know, maybe he has magic horses, but. Like if you peed and on hey, my horses wouldn't eat it.
1: I would hope not,
0: but <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, man. Like I, I, I actually elicited a little bit of sympathy for him yesterday because I said, you know what, that's a lot of pressure on a guy. That that's something that it hits you, and, and I don't know how you know, you, you can't prepare for that, and, and you know that the Derby is so much bigger than everything else in the sport. So much bigger, so much bigger. It's not, even, it's not even close. It's not even close. And, you know, I, I honestly, it, it's crazy, but I felt a little sympathy for him. I'm thinking to myself, man, this is going to be really bad, <laughs> you know? And I think that a lot of what he said seemed like it was nonsensical the yeah it was just bad and, but you know i said put yourself in his shoes you win this race of all races and to to, to be you know to have a bad test after you've had all those bad tests i mean the, the feeling of dread when when you heard that news had got a had to be terrible because i'm not saying that bob baffert did this on purpose of course he didn't do it on purpose That's ridiculous That's stupid But, like, we go back to the statement I made right in the beginning. It's our responsibility as trainers. And the fact is, some of the things, like, the truth is, some of the things he said are true. The system sucks. Yeah, he was right about that, yeah. We've talked about that a lot. It's a crap system. It's bullshit. The people that, that set up the system have done a shitty job. And a lot of them, you know what the truth is? The truth is none of them have to live under the system.
1: No, but the system might have worked at one point. But again, it's, it's something never, that needs to never, constantly evolve. Never worked. It just, you know what? There wasn't as much attention in the old days. Maybe when that guys happened. got
0: positives at other tracks that you didn't follow. You didn't even know about it. It wasn't even a big deal. It didn't, you know? It was a lot harder to get positives. Part of the problem, and people talk about it. You know, picograms, 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 picograms. Well, yes, there's there's a lot to say about that. And no, I, I don't know the pharmacology of the the situation. I don't know that anyone does because I don't know that any research has ever been done in this country on what constitutes a level of of a medication in a horse that actually gives them a performance enhancing um, ability. I don't know that it's ever done. I've never heard about it. Maybe some of the usual like the butes and things like that that have been around for 50 years that, you know, some university might have studied. But. The tests, a lot of times, are are just arbitrary um, as to what the number is. And they'll say, oh, no, they're not. They are. And sometimes the detection level is is the issue. And the detection levels for racing are very, very low.
1: Well, okay. I have a question for you then because, you know, I've been wondering this. So in your experience, wisdom, estimation, what have you? Is that level that was found able to enhance the performance?
0: I, I listen. I'm not totally qualified to answer that question at all. Or probably not even partially qualified. Well, I'm more qualified than something like the me. The <laughs> odds of that affecting a horse's performance? No, there's no chance. It's it's a joint injection.
1: Right, and that's 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 what Baffert said too. Injecting like, the, the, the joint is probably going to help the horse. But yeah, some way, it, it's, right?
0: It, you know, these days, you if if it was done three days out or four days out, it, well, it can't be because there's literally 24-hour surveillance on the horses, um, once they're at Churchill Downs. But you know, the whole point is that they don't want these horses treated closer to a race, which is which is fine. I mean, that that's I, I don't have a problem with some of it, and that's the thing is, like, they mix in like, <laughs> um. Some good ideas, but it's almost like everything else in this business. It's half-assed. Right. The timing of yes. the races is half-assed. The judging of the races is half-assed. The the money spent on the racetracks, uh, maintaining them, is half-assed. The backside, the care of the backside on a lot of tracks, is half-assed. I mean, it's just. You know, I, I guess that I I can't tell you for sure for hundred percent, but I would guess ninety nine point nine percent that had nothing to do with it, nothing. It's like if if, if uh, um, LeBron James rubbed his ankle with Ben Gay, and then went out there and scored forty six points, you're, you're not you're probably not unless he's you know sponsoring Ben Gay, he's probably not going to say, well, you know, if it wasn't for that Ben Gay, I, I'd have scored you know twenty two and we'd have lost. It's it's not you
1: know, well. That's that's where that I'm kind of head. it's not
0: that kind of drug. And right. like, I'm sure there's people out there because no, I've seen it that. today. They're going to say, "Oh well, this you know it, maybe it really wasn't that, and it, it was a bad it was a false positive for this or for you know because he's doing this." I mean, I, maybe who knows? I don't know. But until you bring me some some sort of proof about that, like
1: you I have I, no I, idea. You know,
0: I, I, I'm not going down that road. I'm not going down the road because you could say that about anything. I've said this a million times, Barry. The biggest drug problem in this business isn't the actual drugs—not <laughs> the drugs they know about. It's when a guy gets a horse and the horse just reverts from from a sixty-two buyer horse to a ninety buyer horse. That's the drug problem that people really are upset about because they figure there's no normal way of doing that, and for for most horses, there really isn't a normal way. And it's not to say that that. Uh, I had horses that we, we were able to improve. Sometimes you just, you get lucky. You claim a horse that's that's physically maturing and, and getting better on its own, especially a younger horse. Um, sometimes uh, I, I claimed a horse off Bill Mott, okay? Bill Mott's as good a horseman as there is, period. All right? Like as horseman horseman, like he's one of the top five in my lifetime. Bill Mott could gallop a horse. Bill Mott could shoe a horse. He could do anything on a horse. I claimed a horse off him and won a stake. And the horse was getting beat for 35. And it didn't happen immediately. And part of it was the shoes. My blacksmith wanted to try a, a different shoe on the horse. And it worked. Um, and we were, you know, we, we trained the horse in a different fashion than he trains. Um, did a lot of. I, I kind of, like, I know how he trains. I've seen him train for a long time. And I, I kind of went the opposite way with the horse. Just sometimes, you know what? Just because you're thinking, all right, I know that, that this is what he's been doing. Um, and, and, of course, this is a generality. I don't know exactly every day what he did, but I know they used to draw reins a lot, especially on tough horses. I know they like to gallop long. And, um, and, and it worked. And the horse moved up, and he did well for a while, you know? And it wasn't like he wanted to you know, a grade one or anything, but it's not impossible for that to happen. It can happen. And believe me, I don't have a, I, I don't have 50 horses like that, but, <laughs> but there are times when a uh, little different trainer method, little different, maybe a, a, a good gallop, you know, uh, someone who was, uh, you know, in Bill Mott's barn, a 35 claimer is not uh, high on the, the list for his best riders, his best grooms, right? He's got all-stake horses over there. He's got Judd He's got, you know, those kind of horses. So, like, naturally, you're going to give your best horses to your best guys. So, you know, maybe we did a little something different. That's fine. The fact of the matter is these guys who claim horses and 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 Mm -hmm. everything moves up, moves up, moves up, moves up. And now it's not even claiming horses. They buy them or they get them sent to them and they move up, move up, move up. And then they run, 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 run. That's the drug problem that exists. That's the drug problem, and that's the, the people don't understand that we're going to chase ghosts with with these minute doses of, of things like that, and that doesn't mean that hey the horse shouldn't get disqualified because that's the rule, and then that's that you know what, that's that's the way we that's what's supposed to happen. If you don't like the rules, we should change them.
1: <sighs> I'm sorry for ranting, but this no, is I mean I, I think bad. we're all the same way. It. I think we're all feeling the same way because it's so frustrating and it seems like we told you this was going to happen. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like, (laughs) hello. I'll give the credit to the Breeders' Cup. I will give the Breeders' Cup credit because the Breeders' Cup put Dr. Bramlage on call for their telecasts now. So anytime a horse pulls up or gets hurt or something happens, they go to Dr. Bramlage and he explains what happens. And that's not the same as having people go out at news organizations and 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 you know kind of uh, trying to put out fires like we had today. Like the, the business was on fire, and everybody was like, you know, well, it's not my job. It's not my job. It's not my job. And I'm sure that and I'm sure that's what they all thought. Oh well, you know, geez, I don't want to be out there and say this. I don't want to be out there and say that. But you can't just let the the media chop you up. And 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 I'll be honest. Like you said, Baffert. When he got on some of the media, and, and and I don't know how the hell he got on so many. I mean, I'm sure he's got. Um,
1: Somebody was calling up those shows. Uh, I'm
0: sure. Yes, that uh, uh, he's got a, a PR firm that that was uh, you know helped guiding him through because, you know. But uh, it shouldn't be about Bob Baffert. It should be about the Kentucky freaking Derby man. And and that's if Bob Baffert. Um, You know, walk quit today. All the damage is done, man. The fact that he's going to stay around, he's going to sue and get injunctions and all this stuff. That's just salt in the wound. That's just salt in the wound. The damage is done. We'll never, we'll never conduct a Kentucky Derby again where someone won't bring this up. Especially if he's in it. Oh, yeah. It's the next year. <laughs> right. We have trainers walking away. Prominent trainers. Guys who good, solid citizen trainers for, for years. They just feel like they can't compete. And then we have a guy going on TV with, you know, who's probably worth $25, $35 million. He's made all this money in this business. He, he gets all these great horses. And... You know, he, he's saying that the, you know, the people are, are are out to get him. Like who? And this was another thing. Do you know how hard it would be to get a sample to come back with twenty-one nanogram or picograms? Like how difficult it would be to to hit that number um, if you were going to put in like a tainted sample? The, the you would have to have a laboratory to test it, to to find out, you know, like where you're at, because if you tried to, to um, give a horse a bad test, uh, it'd be very hard. It would either come back super high number, or maybe it would come back, you know, not a positive. So just that alone kind of kills the whole, well, you know, someone got to the thing. It, it just seems implausible that, that that's the actual case. Now, could the lab have made a mistake? Yes, they could have made a mistake. They could have made a mistake. Um, perhaps the system should change to where there's designated labs around the country that if the lab that's doing the testing gets a positive, if they on their own or a matter of, a matter of course or a matter of procedure sends it out somewhere else to see uh, if it's a positive or not, you know, to verify the positive. Maybe that's something that should be done. And I'm sure that there's some kind of legality that would hold that up um, or, you know, (laughs) money. But, um, you know, like part of the problem people were saying today, you know, I don't want to blame Churchill Downs. I don't think Churchill Downs has anything to do with it, but you know, all this leaked. well, it didn't leak, it leaked. uh, and, And then, you know, then then Bob broke the news. So.
1: Yeah, I I just have a bad feeling that was kind of like a knee jerk thing where he was like, yeah, we need to do something. But it was clearly he didn't have anything like his own press conference was just all over the place. It
0: was it was it was very much. I'm not sure why his lawyer was there. He didn't really, you know...
1: Wasn't his lawyer, like, standing right there? <laughs> yeah.
0: So he looked more like a, uh, like a bodyguard. But, um, um... I mean, let's talk about where we go from here. And the horse is in Maryland. Bob is not in Maryland. He's not going to Maryland. And that's probably a smart move on his part. And this is... I, I, I don't even remember if I left this in the final edition yesterday. But I said this truthfully. Um... I would be af- I would be afraid if I was him. I would be, because you know, he's easily identifiable. And there was $155 million bet on Larrys, <laughs> and, and it seems like, based on Twitter, $152 million was bet on Mandolin. <laughs> 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 seems like everyone had that horse, though he was still went off what, like twenty to one.
1: Twenty-seven to one.
0: Yeah. For a twenty-seven to one shot, it seems like an awful lot of people needed him. But um and I say this, like, uh, you know, in, in all seriousness, like one thing about racing, we're, we're pretty accessible in racing. Um, and, you know, some, some nut
1: might go up and do something.
0: You never know.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I don't blame him. I mean, you know, with all the nonsense and, you know, I have seen some bad information running around out there too. So it's just like, you know, what, what is, you know, what, what can you believe? I had my mother, my mother texted me about this earlier. And, you know, your mother had
0: mandolin too?
1: No, no. She unfortunately bet, uh, highly motivated, but, um, she was like, well, what are they going to do? How is this going to, is this going to affect anything? Is he going to run next week? You know, she had a lot of questions and some of them I couldn't answer. (laughs) and I'm like uh I don't know it just depends you know what I mean I I I sounded like Bob was just like well it depends um but I did tell her that if he does run if Medina Spirit runs he's gonna win and that's gonna even put more you know just just add more to the whole situation and then just imagine if the horse does win and then wins a Belmont then what do we do I don't know if that's better or worse for the whole situation, to be honest with you. Worse, way worse. You would think. It's
0: way worse because it, it delegitimizes our sport.
1: It delegitimizes it. Right. And I'm sure people will be like, well, how do they let them run after you got the first test? Exactly. You know, it's just. Exactly.
0: It.
1: Exactly. I don't know. It's just I, so. I'm it's so.
0: Or one guy and the owner.
1: It's just been a hell of a week, man. Just
0: today was a circus. It was a freaking circus. Yeah, literally a circus, and it's embarrassing and it's going to have ramifications. It, it literally took our sport and made it where it, it, it can't be considered a major league sport ever. Not just because the horse tested positive, but because we had our, 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 our biggest name guy go out there and, and, and some moron on, on facebook was trying to tell me that trainers all big trainers lived a life of luxury he said yeah they lived the luxury, they? getting up at four o'clock in the morning daisy uh, you know i said let me uh, so let me just explain to you one little thing like todd Fletcher and chad brown could go into any mall in america not located in saratoga or lexington kentucky and nobody will not be bothered <laughs> not a single person no, no, you know, no, nothing wrong with with that, and I'm sure they probably don't want to be recognized. But w- we are only stars here in in our own little <laughs> our own little little fiefdom you know. Not we, but uh, horse racing people. You, not me. yes, no, but Come on. everybody knows Chuck. <laughs> it's funny, goes from like nobody knows what I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> they know me, but they don't know what I do. <laughs> 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 Someone asked me that a couple of weeks ago. What do you actually do? Mm-hmm. can't tell you. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. What <laughs> do you I'll want to me tell do? You, If I tell <laughs> you, you know, I might have to kill you. But um, No, but it, it's the truth. It, it's like, that's the one thing about like place like Saratoga. People know who trainers are. When I was a little kid, you know, trainers were like, um, they were like big deals to me. You know, John Veach was one of the first bald people I ever saw in my life. <laughs>
1: bald wasn't big back then, but... Um I got an autograph from Baffert at the hamburger stand over there where Shay Shack is now. I just want an autograph on a check. No, nah, he, he gave it to me on a program. And back then it was, you know, you know how you come in the the uh, the gates and they had the programs and the racing forms, and the programs didn't have past performance in it. It was just, you know, just the uh, the entries more or less, those little slim programs. Yeah yeah, 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 that's okay. what it was on. Got one got one from Mig that day too. That's my man. Mig. Mig's a good cook. Apparently, Jesus. Like it's just strange bedfellows, I guess, with like 30 years, horse racing people cooking.
0: He could he could make it, but yeah, oh yeah, you know, Swifty had the sack shoes there the other day. Sack made this great thing, and I told her, I, said, I I can't watch these videos.
1: Right, I get hungry. You know,
0: exactly. You know how hungry I was, and then I eat some crappy pasta. Like after that, it, it was like they
1: got those onion rings, bro. No, it's
0: like the biggest tease. I'm, I'm giving the onions a break.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> it's wild down there. It bro. was a
0: wild melee the other day, man. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was anarchy over by the onion ring place. <laughs> it was cops everywhere. I wasn't. I was expecting the SWAT team to pull up at any minute. But um, no, it's uh. Um, yeah, I said to Meg. The Meg could really cook, but for like twenty, twenty five years, he wasn't allowed to eat any of it.
1: Yeah, he's living his best life right now, bro. He's in now. Just like a, uh, you know, same thing with cooking is wrestling and soccer with horse racing people. I just don't understand. Yeah, wrestling, I, I like. It's, it's kind of over for me, you know. I, I, I admittedly, I've been watching those A and E biographies on on the wrestlers, which is. Pretty good. Though I saw the one of Macho Man. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, those are good. That's when wrestling was real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Quotes.
0: I remember, man. We we would go to closed circuit events. We would go to arenas <clears throat> and watch it on the big screen. It, it seems crazy, right? Like we used to go to an arena where there was no wrestling to watch wrestling on on a on a big screen, um, and no one thought it was weird. And there was a ton of people there ton of people there I remember the first uh what's that thing they have SummerSlam Is that SummerSlam I don't know one of those big things and Andre the Giant was in it and it was it was
1: it was crazy dude here's a fun fact the first date I took my wife on it was to an NXT match in Orlando at their uh facility and the only reason I went is because some guy I knew um was a makeup artist for NXT at the time mm-hmm. and I don't even like wrestling it was funny it was the first date we ever went on and you know you know how wrestling people are they're nuts and I didn't really know much thought <laughs> I didn't give it too much thought before taking her there and she was she was like wondering if I was one of those wrestling fanatics and I'm definitely not I, I think she figured that out quickly but um I just didn't have any ideas <laughs> and I was like dude gave me tickets I was like all right we'll just go to that and get something to eat after i went to i went to wrestling. and she stayed that's the funny part i went to
0: wrestling in madison square garden once guy got me tickets guy a friend of mine worked on wall street and he got us tickets like like eight rows behind and honestly it's too close you need to be a little bit further back a little higher yeah, yeah you need to be a little further back so they don't quite see as much you know like when they miss the guy but they slammed their knee on the but um yeah, it was kind of, it was it was crazy. It was sold out, too. place was jam-packed.
1: Those were the days. The Superfly. Superfly Snooker, that's my boy, man. Rowdy,
0: Roddy Piper. Can you imagine? You talk about cancel culture. When Oof. he had Superfly Snooker in the head with the coconut. Oh, man. He <laughs> threw the bananas at him. <laughs> oh, man. The, he wouldn't have survived. They'd have been mad at him, boy. He's dead. And, and the scary thing is they're all dead.
1: Yes, that's that's crazy. I know the one guy in the uh, the Macho Man one, the one that she ended up getting with the Lex Luger guy. He looks horrific. Like he looks so slim and skinny, and they were showing like old footage of him. And he was jacked. I'm like, what happened to that guy? He, like, every, like it, it looked like all his muscles were deflated. Yeah, you know you.
0: You, you stop.
1: Uh, and those dudes partied hard, too. Yeah, exactly. No, the
0: stories about the lead, uh, they did, ESPN did the story on, um, it wasn't a 30 for 30. It was, uh, I don't know, kind of a different one, but they did it on Andre the Giant. And, uh, I mean, I'm actually, Andre the Giant's story was a sad story in that he knew he was going to die young because they couldn't stop him from growing. And his organs eventually were just going to, like, you know, explode yeah and you know you're that big you can't get a freaking nobody else's kidneys are gonna work with you
1: so yeah well, but uh, you know what the, the drinking stories are legendary well when I when I first moved to Orlando when I first moved to Orlando I, I was doing some work with the hard Rock hotel at uh, Universal Studios and at the time they were um, taping wrestling shows there. And Hulk Hogan used to come in every Thursday. He used to drive from Tampa every Thursday in, in this electric blue Dodge Charger. He had his own spot. And the guy used to walk through the lobby. He's like 6'8", and can hardly walk at the time, but they were, he was still doing wrestling shows. And I was like, man, Hulk Hogan, man, that dude can't even walk, how is he wrestling? It was just—it was just amazing, you know. I used to see him every Thursday. It was crazy, and he, he had his own room there, and they taped the show in one of the uh, sound stages at the park, and then he'd go home. It's crazy. It's nuts. It is nuts. Hey, we're supposed
0: to be on uh, Beamy's show on, on on Wednesday.
1: I know my my old football coach, who is a avid. Beamy listener hit me up on DM today and said, "Hey, you and your buddy gonna be on the on Beamy's show?" And I was like, "Yeah, man." And he's like, "Oh, that's great! I can't wait to hear it." It's my old football coach from high school.
0: I, I had to I had to prepare by by, by familiarizing myself with uh, Grants Pass, and and I and, I, and I, I made a bet and I won. And now you I'm considering he like, can boast, you can brag and boast, be like, "Yo, I made money this year at Grants Pass." Now I'm, quit- I'm considering quitting while ahead. But no, we're going to press on and we're going to bet Grants Pass. Grants Pass, everybody. Bet Grants Pass. The best bet- part of Grants
1: Pass dollar. is the soccer fields. In the middle. Love it. The turf.
0: The turf. The beanie that should run like a 300-yard race on, on across the
1: soccer field. <laughs> like a grass quarter horse race. Hey, they got better racing than Hialeah. Oh, cheap shot. My bad. Sad, but true. Actually, at least they have the real racing. Not <laughs> Iolea, which... <laughs> the fake two-horse races. Yeah, the, the fake racing. Uh, um,
0: I want to say happy birthday to my man, Gerard Melanson. Oh, G-Money. Yes, G-Money. My guy. close to 5,000.
1: He's 10 away, right? 10?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's getting there. He's definitely getting there. Yeah, he is a good dude. Um, you know, they did run a couple of races this this week. <laughs> yeah, <a> man, the <laughs> <of> war. <laughs> a big one. Belmont, you know, had had a couple of races. It's, um... I said... I, I made a comment, and, and it's, it's like the innocent days of, you know, Saturday, <laughs> where I, I just looked at some of the Belmont races and, on the dirt, and like, the run-happy stakes. oh. Uh. It just didn't seem like we need to run Happy Stakes a week after we have the Churchill Down Stakes. You know what I mean? And uh, I think More time. Have, I think they have one in California coming up. So there's just not enough good horses to go. And, and, and my comment was if we eliminated a third of the greatest stakes in this country, like... We, nobody we, would miss it. Nobody, nobody would care. See, right. And, and it's the truth. I mean, it's three stakes in New York on the dirt this week, five, five, and five they weren't bad races but five horse fields are just the norm now and it's it's oh, just sucks. You know, especially on the dirt especially in the dirt and not only were they in the norm um, they weren't very good fields frenzy fires you know a legit good horse he's he's been winning for a long time um Victim of love uh, has won the, uh, the vagrancy two years in a row. She's a nice horse. She doesn't run very much. Nice horse. Right. Um, and the Peter Pan, which oh. was, was hurt by, um, a little bit by the scratch of risk taking who's, who's going to run in the Preakness, um, which, you know, I think that I, I like that horse in the Preakness. I, I think they should take a shot, but, uh, um, I mean, really there, there was, a uh, five horse field in the, uh, the Peter Pan, one of them was a maiden. Todd had Todd Pletcher had two, he won one. Um, you know, he won with Promise Keeper, um, uh, beating over rags. Uh, and it's not a bad field, and but they did five, they did about a million bucks in that race. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about yesterday? Eight, did you see it? and and yes the Peter Pan being uh, none of the horses that ran the Peter Pan should have run on the Kentucky Derby. So I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying they should eliminate the Peter Pan because it's essentially a prep for the Belmont. But, um, you know, it's just a, uh, it's a numbers game and the numbers keep declining, but, but the, the game makes no, no changes. And I'm not just picking on New York. They just happen to be the ones that ran the races, um, this week. I'm sure Churchill will have plenty of, of, of short fields in their steak races. I mean, we know California. Well, California doesn't get big fields in any races outside of <laughs> Aiden 32s or cowbred cheap races. I mean, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's and, and racing, despite, okay. despite all that, handle spent up has been trending up in this country a little bit. I know. that I noticed um, that. And, and we still, like, screwed it up with this whole derby
1: thing. Do you watch any races yesterday? Not a single one. Well, if you have a chance, please go back and look at how, why, whatever happened to uh, Candyman Rocket. Still don't understand how that horse lost. I actually saw the the stretch from that race. Dude, how? How is how? Yeah. Man. Saw so a lot of people bummed out by that one, too, because they had that horse in, in pick fours, pick fives, pick sixes, the whole nine. You know, horse runs clear by three at the top of the stretch. You're like, all right, well, he's most likely hanging on and just didn't stop. I mean, kind of got run down. It was it was it was really something to see. Yeah.
0: I'll check it out. I'll definitely check Oh, out. you
1: definitely need to check that out. I'm like, how did that horse lose? It's, uh,
0: uh, the outdoor studio, <laughs> a little warm. I had to turn the fan off because it's too loud to throw <laughs> the fan on. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a little warm today and not getting much of a breeze off the ocean tonight. So, uh. Yeah, it was it was I feel, ninety-two. I feel like a jockey in the hot box right now.
1: It was ninety-two up here today.
0: It went right the summer.
1: Yep. Pretty much. Although Friday at, at uh, Universal was beautiful. It was probably the best weather all year. 82 with a with a a warm breeze and it couldn't have been a better day. Other than the upset. fact that I I walk twenty thousand steps, but that's a whole other issue in itself. I'm a little
0: upset that they they have a discriminatory uh, practice up there against tall people.
1: It's not right, dude. They, it's totally disrespectful, man. It's not right because she asked me how much I weighed. Also, really? Oh yeah. You should have like, yelled.
0: Cancel culture.
1: <laughs> they canceled me. Wouldn't let me Cancel. go into Camp Jurassic.
0: You're too big. You should have said, "What if I identify as a woman?" You're still going to ask me how much I
1: weigh. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because they didn't ask my wife that.
0: Yeah, well, listen, I wouldn't ask your wife either. She, she looks like
1: uh, she, she's not someone to, to to mess with. Nah, she doesn't. She doesn't mess around. Nah. <laughs> she nah. keeps me in line. That's probably the only person that can keep me in line. Nah, you're, you're you're my man, but I'm way more afraid of her than I am of you. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. So, <laughs> oh
0: man, I I don't know. Like tomorrow is gonna be another day. They're gonna let this horse enter, and not gonna let the horse enter. If we're gonna get more TV, or I don't
1: know. like you said, it, it it's like it can only get worse for the time being, at least until Saturday. Like because it's gonna be out in limbo, and uh I don't watch
0: the NBC shows anymore. I just can't stomach them. And honestly, maybe this is a character flaw. Maybe this is petty. Maybe this is bullshit. But I I hate listening to those guys, like, make their picks because if they like my horse, I won't bet them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I I just, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just curmudgeonly and grumpy and old. But I just can't. I don't want to hear anyone's picks, man. I don't want to hear picks. Don't don't tell me, you know, like
1: (laughs) I always I always watch it secondhand. So I'll I'll tape it and then watch it either that night after the races are over, you know, before bed or the next day.
0: I don't have that kind of energy, man. I got I got to concentrate on the metal on Saturday nights. So. Last week, almost was a big week. It wasn't, but it almost was
1: almost almost.
0: Now all the good horses are back. There's still some mystifying drives. Uh, I, I sat in the other day with a six to five shot, and then three hole never pulled. Like, hello, what are three you three doing
1: two? here? Like, you know? yeah, you just Even went around. I want horse, to go at least this least go, Like, not try to win. Shot.
0: It doesn't look good when you just never try. Three to two. But... I pull a bucket. Our man, he, he's 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 on those guys for. For not trying. But you know what's interesting is the Woodbine horses are, are starting to have an impact and the drivers have done well. Um, I think Doug McNair drives better at the Metal he drives at a, a Mohawk.
1: I can believe that.
0: Um, you know, uh, Bob McClure's doing all right. And it's, uh, I guess, I, I don't, you know, like Band's Hoosier, so I don't really watch there, but I saw somewhere where uh,
1: Patrick Roux, his brother, <laughs> won a couple the other day. So he's a good driver that day. But um, I, I saw a bold prediction you made on, on, a, on a horse racing buck a harness. Hanover. Yeah. a bet Remember a bucket handover.
0: When a bucket handover qualified and I, and I put it on Twitter, this horse is going to make a lot of noise this year because mm-hmm. he's awesome. I don't know. Listen, I, I don't know Tony Alanya very well at all. Um, and I, I would, you know, I wouldn't even feel comfortable asking unless I was, you know, physically there. But the horse looked like he had physical issues last year. Like, he never seemed right, you know, and he would make breaks. And pacers at that level don't make breaks very often. No. Uh, even two-year-olds, you know. These days, they just don't. The old days, they used to break more than they do now. But um, especially the trotters. Like, some of them old trotters, they never break. But um, he was he was dominant on, uh, on, on, on Saturday. Dominant. I'm telling you, and a couple guys, you know the Twitter harness guys, didn't agree with me. Twitter, audio didn't not agree with me, but you know, kind of like they still want to see more, which is understandable. But I think he's going to win the Medalands pace if he stays sound. I wish it was a future book. It's too late now because he's been unveiled. But his qualifiers, I mean, he 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 looked great. It, it's it's really you know it's funny I, at the Meta-Lands, uh, on Saturday, they had a qualifier. Only three horses, but it was the um, the 2000 uh, the 2019 Hamiltonian winner and the 2020 Hamiltonian winner, Holy and then uh, another horse of a really, really, really good horse. I said, you know, you don't see that in thoroughbreds. <laughs> you know, or like well, all the thoroughbred winners of uh, the, the Hamiltonian, which would probably be, you know consider like the Kentucky Derby, they're all retired. So. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cool to watch those horses, you know, and they're not real races, but they're they're. It's just nice to to be able to see that. But um, yeah, I, I'm just a little frustrated by this whole thing because I, I just, I, I mean, like we said, Barry, we talked about this. Like the business had to be prepared for a, a crisis, you know, a crisis management team. Where is it? Why do
1: we not have one? Right. And in the meantime, fix the problems (laughs) like these problems are not too, too difficult to kind of remedy. And that's why it's so mind boggling to me is like, come on, there was plenty of time to, to nip this kind of thing in the bud and we wouldn't be in the situation we are right now. Plenty of time. That's I think that's what frustrates me the most is because it's not it wasn't it was never a secret. Everybody knew. Everybody knew things needed to be fixed and they just sat on their hands and it's 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 strictly a reactionary business.
0: Man, people that's that horrible.
1: Don't have the ability. And it's
0: leadership. There's no leadership in this in this business. There's no leadership. There's all kinds of people woman today to telling me, Oh well, you know, if they shouldn't be suing uh, the federal government because of HISA because there's, you know, status quo, blah blah. Come on, lady, shut up. <laughs> Let me just explain one thing about life in 2021. People get sued. Federal government gets sued. Businesses get sued. That happens. They're, they're, they're suing. Not just the HVPA. The, the, the Attorney General of the state of Oklahoma and the state of West Virginia are also suing. And the fact of the matter is this, is they're doing the people who support the hissa law a favor. Because if there is a loophole to be found, if there is a way to attack the law, it will be found out now and if they win the lawsuit and the hissa lawsuit uh you know whatever procedural errors or whatever issues they have with it can go back and be fixed before a super villain that they catch years down the road lawyers up and 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 finds the 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 loophole that's that's existing and i said that lady here's how it goes if they win the lawsuit and the, the law is sound. Well, that takes an avenue away from the bad guys. And it verifies that what they've done legally is going to stand up. Maybe not. Uh, and, and, and lawyers are probably all cringing because I know that like one lawsuit's not, you know, there, there's so many intricacies to, it, to, to a lawsuit. But it, it is one thing um, that, that it will have. It will have survived this suit and questions that, that are, are raised will be will be answered more or less.
1: Right, it counts for something.
0: <laughs> right. So if they if they win the case, they've done you a favor. If they lose the case, they've done you a favor. It's just a lawsuit. It's not gonna stop. Uh, Sid Fernando talked about it before he went on his uh, you know, his world tour. And and congrats to Sid and to Joe for uh,
1: I'm a Braves fan.
0: Yeah. You got that right. Um, but um Sid's son Joe got to
1: signed by the Braves and he's going down there and uh, the minor league
0: systems all kind of screwed up in baseball.
1: Yeah. I, I felt for the poor kid. I mean, he worked his butt off, got signed by San Diego and, and couldn't really do anything once COVID happened. then, you know, they, they cut all the guys and he was just out in limbo out in Tampa, just working out and he stayed with it and uh, good for him. I'm, I'm, I'm proud. Very glad that he got picked up. Me too. I'm, I'm really happy for them. For those, for the
0: for Sid and his whole family, but but what Sid you know explained before, um, was that just because they're suing doesn't mean the the federal uh, boards and the bodies and, and the act and all that stop. They they continue on. They're, they're going to continue. They named a board this week. They named the committees. You know most people don't know shit about racing. Some of the people are on there. Yeah, you know, same old, same old. And that's what the industry does. They put the same old people on and they get the same old crap.
1: And I know one
0: person who is supposed to be one of the people that will be working kind of behind the scenes and helping them out who actually has a clue, which is good, but it's one guy, but um, they can continue on. It's not going to like, it's going to stop because there's a lawsuit. You know, doesn't hope it's, they like, it's not like there's a, you know, like they've halted it and it, it, nothing can be done. Obviously they just, Named a whole bunch of people, and um, you know Leonard Coleman used to be the president of the National League, well, which means that racing is almost definitely not going to have a designated hitter. Dang it! So, you know, hey, there's that. That'll make some people happy. But uh, I mean, just come on. Why, why does people? Why can't people have an open mind? If a moron like me can have a fairly open mind about things, <laughs> like, then why can't other people? Like, why does it always got to be this line in the sand? And, and I said to, to, to the person, I said, huh, based upon today's uh, uh, circus, how's the racing establishment and all their plans looking right now? Not very well. Not very well.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it just exposed so much and so many things that are wrong. That is it's hard, you can't ignore it. Um, and I think it, it may be a situation where, you know, horse racing you know, done too much to go any further and also done too much to kind of go back, <laughs> you know, where, where it's almost like this is the precise time where this HISA thing has to, to kind of do its magic. <laughs> because it's like how does how do how does this resolve like even if bafford doesn't run on saturday which it looks like he is you know how do how does this go further i mean does he not run in the belmont or you just say hey you can't or i mean is it, this just so many questions so many
0: questions unanswerable questions and there's no one from horse racing out there explaining what's going on
1: because they don't know either. And that's, that's part of the maddening about this. It's like, they should know You know, one of the reasons why I I think the HISA won't work
0: and I want it to work. Let me, let me just say that I want it to work. I want to have great regulation in the sport. I want it to work. I want the sport. I want the sport more to to succeed than all the suits do because it doesn't even mean a, a dollar to me. I don't even, I'm not even really working in this business currently this is my connection right and you know what one of the problems I have I see about those people on the boards that, 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 that none of them have a passion for this business none of them have a passion for the game they're just they're just people on a board and maybe they're they're, they're smart. Maybe they're, they're, you know, obviously they're, they're successful people in whatever endeavor that they, they took, they chose, but they chose something other than horse racing. So how much passion are they going to put into it? How, how much um, is it going to kill them to, to get something right? I don't know. And I think that's a problem with horse racing in a lot of ways in that the leadership of horse racing doesn't love horse racing. They don't mind it. They don't hate it. They win, you know, they, they make money. It's their job. A lot of people are getting very wealthy. Uh, there's a lot of people, you know, with lucrative jobs. But how much passion do they really have? How much passion do they really have? Would they do it for free? Train bad horses, guess what you learned? You're doing it for free. Doing it for free.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it, it's the truth. And like, uh, how, how can we get anywhere without passionate people?
1: Well, you know, I I think I said this to you earlier. What boggles my mind is the same people that you know, kind of bash the government and the way they do things, this, that and the other, are the same ones that are like excited about this Hissa thing.
0: And it's It's,
1: it's, counterintuitive to me because it's like, well, you hate the government doing everything else or stepping in but you want this to happen and you expect it to succeed. Um... I don't know what to make of it, honestly, because like you said, I guess there's pros and cons to having people that aren't really attached to the industry, but I don't think you can have a whole panel that is detached in order for this to work. You need a a mix of both. That way you can get a perspective from somewhere outside of the game that may help things inside of the game. So I'm I'm a little torn. You know, I would rather see a, a mix of... People that do have a passion with people that are outside of that, you know, circle. Put it this way. You want to know
0: if a person has passion for the business or not? Just talk to them about it. Talk to them, yeah. And the ones that tell you they have a passion for it, they ain't the ones. They're not the ones. Yep. You, you'll you tell. You'll tell that. I know a lot of people... I, I ended the podcast last night saying, you know, if you made it this far, you have more passion for this business than, than the, <laughs> the, the, the suits do. We have a lot of people that run racetracks, that, that run organizations, that don't bet, or they bet a, a nominal amount, you know. They never, they don't understand their customers. They don't understand the backside. I said a hundred times, I said everybody that runs a racetrack should be forced to own a horse, so they can see what we go through on a first-hand basis and understand it better. It's almost like that show, Undercover Boss. Remember that show, Undercover Boss? It's almost oh, like yeah. that yeah, it actually you know like not be a show and just actually happen where where you know you, you, these people see it and, and 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 see what we're talking about. Instead of just listening to the people complain and talk, they can see it for themselves. I, I've learned a lot on Twitter in the last couple years.
1: You can't help it. I mean,
0: especially about the gambling aspect of the game, about jackpot wagers, about um, just a lot of uh, you know, things to, to... I just see it in a different way. And the fact of the matter was the reason I didn't see it in a different way was because there was no reason for me to see it in a different way. And I had no one to explain it to me in a different way. And I I would, you know, bet the races and all that. And I'm not, it's not like I was out there betting $10,000 a day, but you, you start to see what the complaints are about. And, And I hope that some people can learn and understand from us, like what, some of the things they may not understand, maybe about on, on the horseman side, um, maybe about the horses themselves, and and the, there's no one else out there really, you know, telling people the the reality of the situation, and uh, you know, education is is important, and uh, I, I've said this kind of crudely, but we worry so much about dumb people and attracting dumb people to this. Oh. PPs are too complicated. If PPs are too complicated, the people are too stupid to ever make an impact. PPs are not that complicated. They're just not. When you explain them to someone, and then they, you, you take some time, and you try to study, and there's books. And nowadays, there's so much out there. You go on YouTube, and, and I mean, and there's a lot of stupid people on YouTube instructing people the wrong ways of doing things, but there are people, and, and, and some of the guys on Twitter are, are very much approachable um if you ask you know questions and, and you're not a douche to them.
1: Dude, I, I learned how to read the race inform at eight years old. My daughter who's now eight can look into you know one of those eco-based programs at the at the track and understand how it works. So that, that doesn't hold any weight with me when people say that.
0: I think that's the thing. I, I said this on Twitter the other day that we don't. We shouldn't dumb it down. No, we shouldn't. That should. doesn't work. That we're dumbing it down is for the, the the people who want to play slots. They're not going to ever be horse people. It's a different mentality. It just is. It just literally is. And like my ex wife, right? She loves playing slots. And um, she was a jockey. And uh, I swear, I don't know that she can. Uh, I don't know if she can read a racing form. 'Cause she'd look at races and come up with horses and I'd be like, I don't know if there's got no chance, you <laughs> know, you know what, what? I mean? <laughs> what she didn't want to think about it. She wasn't an analytical person. She was someone who wanted she liked pushing buttons and and if it won, you know. Cool. <laughs> that, that, and this is a person that was in horse racing for, you know, twenty years. But it's a different mindset. It's a different mindset. So my thing is this is if you're not smart enough and, and I used to be the same way, I said, Yeah, we gotta make it a little, you know, ease them into it and this and that. And I, I, I totally disagree with myself. My if you don't get it, um, then you're not going to get it. If you want to get it, you're going to get it. And the betting aspect is, is so is still, so, um, you know, not to, not to be the piece ITP disciple, but he's right. in so many ways. And, you know, he pushes the buttons on the people intentionally and, and it's like, they're so easy to get, but, He's right that the business, the industry is not teaching people how to bet. They're they're focusing almost entirely on handicapping. And then they're giving out tickets. And the tickets are stupid. They're stupid tickets. Well, he gives out stupid tickets because, oh, they tell the guys, well, you have to, you know, you have, here's your budget, $36,
1: $24.
0: Nobody plays like that to track.
1: Well, here's the thing. I mean, if you think about casino gambling and how they deal with blackjack. Which is a technically a winnable game, um, but they give you the basic strategy. You even have dealers. I, I've seen it. Dealers teach people at the table. Yeah, well, it's ooh. not a hard concept, and 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 it's and it's for their benefit. It's for the players' benefit to, to play the right way. And and I think uh, you know horse racing should take a, a page out of that book and say hey look this is this is you know this will help you last longer this will win you some more money in the long run maybe even in the short run
0: right they, they don't want people sitting down at the blackjack table that don't know what the hell they're doing because it pisses all the other players off
1: right there's there's a lot of incentive for them to teach people how to play just like there is in, in horse racing
0: listen I, I've, I've told you my idea and i don't know that we'll ever get enough backing to do it but I just think that with the way we cover racing, for the Twitter generation, for for the people that aren't at the track, which is very few people these days, um, and people that that want to <clears throat> follow along in a little different manner, um, I just you know like I, I just find the TV shows unwatchable. Uh, <laughs> I think they're boring, and it's 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 a lot of rhetoric, and, and it's not easy to do a show where the action is every 20, 30 minutes. I, there's not that much to talk about on a regular basis. This every race yeah. doesn't, you don't have the background that you do in, in the Kentucky Derby or Breeders Cup or the, uh, a lot of mundane horses, but I still think that the people want information that's not found on the form. And I think that's, that's something that um, is important and, um, and I think there's a better way of doing it. I, I don't think that we uh, have evolved that much. Um, maybe the, the graphics are a little fancier. Maybe there's you know some nuances, but just the way it's
1: covered, I, I just think that there's there's you know a better way of doing it. Right. They need to, they need to to really take a look at how things are presented and and change it um, to fit what's going on now. How things information travels now. I guess it's a, it's a slow moving process. Unfortunately, it's a um, slow moving
0: process because I think the, most of the people in charge of, right.
1: The, the people at the top,
0: uh, have, you know, do, outdated do very, very much industry. Hey, this is how we've always done it. And Hey, hold, no, listen, we have a, a paddock reporter now. So now, you know, my, Oh, this is, you know, Oh, we, we, you know, we, we showed a, a replay of, uh, the horse getting checked last week or, you know, things like that. And it's fine. I, I'm not saying that, um, you know, people are not betting because of that. It's not, not, not true, but I don't think people are, are betting because of it either.
1: But Well, I mean, that, it, I think it all comes down to the the basic premise that if people win, they will come back. If you win money, you're going to come back. So why not teach them to win?
0: And that's the thing. Is, is, uh, it's
1: that simple.
0: But I do have an idea about that, uh, whether we can ever actually get it accomplished because is. tough. is is, it's tough to say and um, no there's always a better way there's always a better way like we could do these podcasts better if i could figure out like how to work anything (laughs) seriously (laughs) I, i got uh the podcast company sent me this link with all these different things you can do now and i'm totally lost None of them work for me. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but uh, I don't know that are even applicable to us. But we can try. But um, yep. Yeah, tomorrow will be another circus. We'll see what happens with the uh, with the draw, and um, we're gonna do the beanie show on Wednesday.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I was gonna do a, a, a kind of a. Preakness preview show, but uh, I don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah, we
1: got, we, got, we, got, uh, <laughs> we got the buzz kill today. Yeah. I, Killed I, that I, whole I, I just don't have
0: any. And you know what it sucks for? And, and this, is, this is what I, I was kind of mad yesterday about, was that Baffert's hurting everyone. He's hurting everyone. He's hurting everyone because he got those four positive tests to take away his credibility in front of the national media. They do, it just does. If he didn't have those if he just had this stupid justify thing, which I, again I think the justify thing is is the, the was the fault of the California Horse Racing Board, which which should have changed um,
1: way before justifying. Right,
0: they they just dropped the ball. Uh, I, and I was on they didn't Steve explain Dick's it show. well either. I didn't see big show uh, in, in the last year or so defending Baffert. So I'm not just a Baffert hater. Not not at all. Not at
1: all. Well, they didn't do a good job of, of explaining the whole thing. But and if they explained it like you did, it would have made a lot more sense to the general public. And that's the thing is that, that um,
0: it hurts everybody in this business. Uh, I talked to a guy, um, a, a, good, a good dude that, that sells, uh, you know, is involved with some partnerships. And um, this, this makes it more difficult because that's a question now it's going to be asked, asked all the time and uh, you know it's 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 an uncomfortable question because um you no know, a we, we, so much is a nebulous <laughs> they're like there's so much that, that we probably won't ever know um and b is uh it's just that's not a good look and, and it makes everything more difficult everything is more difficult um and, and I don't want to hear if Preakness handles fine and this and that. Oh, that's no, not going to have effect. These things, it, 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 they take time. It takes time. You know, it takes time and it, and it wears it down. It's been a long time since, since our handle went up on a national basis, uh, any significant portion. It's been a long time. We're way, way, way behind where we should be based upon the uh, the 2005-2006 projections before the stock market crashed. But the stock market's not only recovered, it's wildly recovered, and we really haven't. We never got back to where we were. So it's why I temper my enthusiasm sometimes for the gains because the gains sometimes are, well, you know, the okron theory is a lot of times the gains from for Belmont or for this place, it just come directly out of another place. It's just the handle shifting more. Um, but, uh, you know, we were supposed to have an old crunk show um, coming up. And uh, we might have, uh, Mr. Faya might, might join us for that. But again, this week is going to be a shitty week nobody wants to hear it and, and it's 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 tough i mean i did the special edition show with daniel walk the other day about uh the the if you listen to that show and you you give a shit about um the role of state government and, and some of the uh, the dealings that they they do like it, it's hard to not feel like It's almost shocking the deal that they've made with the Seminoles. It, it, it just buries everybody except for the Seminoles. It might bury the state if the law gets the compact that, that gives, um, you know, the Seminoles the ability to uh, be the provider for mobile wagering. If the, the server, what, what they're basically doing is saying because the server is on um, tribal land, that the bets are all made via the server from mobile phones that you can have mobile betting. But, you know, according to, to Daniel Wallach, there is a ton of uh, precedent that says oh, that you eight. cannot do that. <laughs> so um, again, I'm not a lawyer, but he is He is like convinced that some court's going to take this up, a uh, federal court, and, and they're going to uh, strike down parts of the, compact, which will force um, the Seminoles to open up a sports book and have sports betting only, only at the bricks and mortar sports book on reservation lands um, and having no mobile sports betting, which just would seem to be a devastating economic blow for the state of Florida, considering places like Jersey, like 90 percent. 95% of the betting is mobile on sports betting. And they're doing uh, like 12, 13, $15 billion. I mean, like, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm not, uh, again, I'm not a lawyer and, and I certainly don't. Um, I don't know if, if what he's telling us is true or not, but I have no reason to believe him. And he's been right more than he's been wrong. So. And the fact of the matter is, it's not going to help the horsemen, anyways. It's not going to help the racing. It's, it's just more competition. But, you know what? Horse players play sports, and, and it's it's a fact of life, and it's the way it is. And um, You know, if, if we're going to have it, we might as well have it the best way we can have it instead of having it ludicrously. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> if you don't live right by and, – and I happen to live not that far from the, um, the, the, the reservation. So, I mean – for me, it's not a, a big deal. I mean, it's a pain in the ass to drive there instead of just, you know, flipping your phone up and and I don't have a flip phone, but you know, opening your phone and, and making a bet. But um, what if you live where you live? Right,
1: I'm I'm in between everything. I right. I'd have to I'd have to basically either drive down to, uh, or up to Jacksonville. Right, I think there's one in Jacksonville. Yeah. Over yeah. Tampa or down to the hard rock. Right. I mean, who's, who's, like, Down there. And, and <gasps> knowing that this is true, because
0: I, I, I will say one thing about Wallachian, he, he's, he is not afraid to, uh, I, I think he's the only guy who's been on out front of the media more than Baffert has this week. <laughs> um, but he I'm is, uh, so. he is convinced that this thing is not going to hold up and that we're going to wind up with that. And, um, you know, the, the, the really one of the negative parts about, uh, about the whole deal in Tallahassee uh, next week when they have this special session is that, um, you know, Gulfstream intended on not decoupling. Uh, Gulfstream was going to stay coupled with the horsemen. They were going to continue to give us revenues from the, the slots for purses. Uh, all they asked for was that because everyone else was decoupled, and Pompano was, you know, not going to have racing, um, that they get a, a, a tax break on their slots. And, 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 you know, admittedly Gulfstream's slots, uh, the, their, their, their casino is very, very small. It's not, it's not a big casino. It's, it, it doesn't do a, a pittance of, of what the, uh, the, the hard rock and, and the big ones do, but, um, you know, they, uh, you know, we had Steve Scratchy on last week and he said the, the politicians like didn't even consider it, which seems insane considering the amount of, um, uh, you know, ancillary benefits that it would have. And the fact that, you know, Gulfstream wanted to, to, to continue to, you know, support the industry. Um, why wouldn't they? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. So... Yeah, so that that was kind of a depressing start to the week. And then, you know,
1: I, mean, I, all all <laughs> I woke up and my wife's like, why is this all over the news? I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. So
0: that's all I got for tonight, man.
1: Yeah, it's been a long day for sure. Yeah, I forgot about a buck a bit, you know I saw that tweet. Yeah, you know, my I, horse, my horse. The game never stops, man. I'm, 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 I'm in line at, uh, at uh, King Kong, and I was, you know, flipping through stuff, and I saw that. And I was like, huh, interesting. I know that horse can run, but yeah, you watch the race. Go if you go to the Meadowlands uh, website. Oh, they got all the replays. There. The Website, yeah, they got
0: all the replays. It was in the first race. And, you know, this this was in the back of my head. It, it had rained there, so the track had probably, I think sometimes, and, 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 like, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I think sometimes when the track is, is a little wet um, for the trotters at the Meadowlands, I, I think uh, it's a little softer on them. I, I think the the horses get over, some of the horses get over better because it's not quite as hard, Um but he went 149 one. He he rallied from Boy. second over. And he, he just like blew past a pretty good horse. So Yeah, it was it was it was impressive. I was happy. I'm right sometimes. Once in a while. Once in a while. Not often, but once in a while. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna be on I got the going in circles live tomorrow. As of right now, I have zero people booked. I was gonna to talk to Frank Vespi Um my guy Frank uh, about uh you know obviously the preakness and all that. Uh I might still reach out to Frank and um see where he's gonna be. I <laughs> mean it's gonna probably be a lot of news going on uh tomorrow. Tomorrow uh Casey's asked that we push the show off to four, so we wouldn't be on to four anyways. Um the draw I think is supposed to be four, four thirty. I think four right yeah. so um i'm not exactly sure uh, what what i'm going to have i'm pretty sure i'm going to try to get frank and and you know depending on what uh, <laughs> what happens between now and and, and tomorrow uh, mid afternoon who knows you know like we might have a oh, new store
1: new- this is- <laughs> that's what i'm afraid of <laughs>
0: cancel uh the only cancel culture out there was swifty getting canceled on cnbc tonight right i wanted to see swifty and jim cramer like square off go at it in, in a in a, a stock tip uh battle yeah but swifty got uh, swifty got booted cuz bafford bafford booted so oh well
1: There'll be another day. Yeah, obviously this isn't done yet. <laughs> no. Just think,
0: after the Preakness, uh, if the horse wins, we got three more weeks of it.
1: Dude, I'm, I I. can't see how the horse doesn't win unless he doesn't run.
0: I'll pull a pocket uh, has made the claim that um, he was he was starting to, to lean towards bad feelings about Bob Baffert, but uh, apparently O.J.,
1: has, uh, oh, my God, that was,
0: that was the craziest thing I saw all day. Yeah, yeah. So OJ chiming in. OJ's on his side. Welcome to the circus, friends. Welcome to the circus. Well, Barry, uh, I'm happy that you, uh, you made it through your little Universal Studios adventure live. Uh, happy that Breezy had
1: fun. Yeah, man, it was a rough week. You know, we lost our cat on Thursday. Then we went to the park on Friday and Saturday. Kind of hung out yesterday. And then I I took the day off purposely today. Does she know know about
0: Baffert? Does she know?
1: Yeah, she she was asking me. She's like, I've seen that guy before. He does good with the horses, right? And I was like, yeah. Better with the horses than the interviews. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) oh man certainly knows she she didn't know his name but she's she's like i know him yeah but i mean considering any room in my house tvg's on and in at least one if not two of them and i'm definitely outing myself as a electricity waster because it's either on in one or the other room, so if I move one room, I don't have to change the channel. It's already on. Good luck. Well, <laughs> hey, that's man. We live in Florida, bro. We
0: don't have those blackouts like they got out in California. The rolling.
1: Because no, if that would happen, everybody'd be sweltering hot. It'd be a sauna. Can
0: you imagine Like like I like I am right now. There's a there's a little breeze picking up in the ocean. It's down to like 114 here. Oh, yeah, by the way, the Knicks won again,
1: haters. Knicks are balling. It's really crazy. And the, the crazy thing is they're, like, way better than the Celtics, and that makes me laugh. Oh, man,
0: uh, big, big injury news. Yeah. Injury news. Big injury news. Uh, Mr. Brown is out for uh, for the Celtics for the rest of the year. Uh, and you, you watch. You know what will happen? They'll win the play-in tournament now. Without him, and no way, goes, oh, no way. They're doing he that. Was the problem. He was the problem. No way.
1: Their their coach is the problem. They just they're not playing for him anymore. Marcus Smart is just garbage. Garbage. Yeah, they
0: got a lot of. Yeah, we got the Knicks. Looks it looks like we might get the Hawks in the first round. We can beat the Hawks. That's a, yeah.
1: I was gonna say that's that's. That that could be a first round win.
0: We could beat the Hawks. Yeah, if we, if we didn't if we didn't get the Hawks, we got the sixth seed. We got the Bucks. Ooh, um, we
1: don't want to have trouble. The
0: Bucks, and the five seeds, the Nets. I, honestly, I wouldn't mind. Not the five, the seven seed. I wouldn't mind f- playing the Nets Even
1: because they match up better with the. Nets. Yeah. Funny enough.
0: I'd, I'd like to see that. The better
1: matchup for the. I right, the- like.
0: I like to just see see a, a brawl, a fist fight with the Nets. <laughs> But um, yeah, the NBA is almost done. The play the play in tournament is a reality.
1: Yeah, that's so bizarre to me.
0: But, uh, well, anyways, uh, we'll catch you on uh, on Wednesday. We're gonna be on, uh, on on with the great Jason Bean. We're gonna try to convince him to bring back the Beamie Awards. We're, we're both uh,
1: yeah Award winners. Prepared for that, you know. Way I got bullet more points,
0: prestigious than the Eclipse Awards. Eclipse Awards, <laughs> all kinds of
1: stupid people won those awards. Nobody cares about those. I would ridicule them right in the garbage. I got know. some bullet points to bring up of why. Yeah,
0: yeah, we have to. We have to make a big push. I'm down with that, even if we have to fly out to Grants Pass.
1: I don't I mean, know, if that's I know the airport.
0: Or... I think I think they might have to like like, like drop you in with an air, a parachute. Until mm-hmm. it's past. You could land on the, uh, um, you can land on the soccer field.
1: Well, that makes sense then why beam doesn't like to fly anywhere. Yeah. Beamy's beam. beam
0: is the greatest. All right. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk, uh, later this week and, uh, Anybody wants to check out Going Circles live tomorrow? Not sure who's going to be on, but I'll probably say something stupid. So check it out. And, uh, we'll, like I said, we'll be on with Jason on the uh, the suit network. Uh, and
1: um, you never know. You never know what, when we might. You never up. know where we might show up.
0: I might pop up with a special edition. Did two breaking news this week. So maybe next week,
1: <laughs> maybe
0: we'll see. Oh God. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for having for listening, Barry. Thanks for for joining and uh, we'll talk to everybody later. Thanks for listening.